Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone welcome to episode 212 of swiftcast this is steph ashley and adam and you'll notice that we are releasing this episode on a different day usually we release episodes every wednesday and we like that consistency especially for the listeners but things are going a little crazy right now and a lot of things are happening and we want to keep you as updated as possible so in the coming weeks or months, whenever we finally have more information about Album 6, we may not be on a consistent Wednesday schedule because we just want to keep you as updated as possible. So keep checking in. We'll be tweeting and using all of our other forms of social media to inform you when we have a new episode. And to be informed, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. We're SwiftCast13 on Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our website is SwiftCast13.com. And you can email us at SwiftCast13show at gmail.com. And as you're keeping up with us on all of those places, we would love it if you would subscribe to us on iTunes, and that will download all the latest episodes as they come out straight to your phone or your iPod or any device that you're using. And we would also love it if you would leave us a review and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, and that will help other fans find us, which will help everyone stay up to date during this hopefully very exciting next few months that are coming up. Yes, and given how much has happened just since yesterday, August 18th, we're recording on August 19th, we want to start with the most recent news to keep you updated and kind of go backwards throughout the week. For purposes of this particular episode, we're going to skip our other segments because it's just crazy how much has been happening. So in the future, you may see more episodes like this from us where it might be a shorter episode or an episode just to keep you informed. We're just planning to see what happens and do our best to produce episodes to all of you as quickly as possible. But that's okay, because we'll get right into the good stuff, like right now. Yes, yesterday was just crazy. Friday, August 18th. It was already a big day because it was the three-year anniversary of Taylor announcing 1989 as her fifth album and releasing Shake It Off along with the music video as the lead single for 1989. So a lot of people started the day just celebrating that and we were completely in the dark about what could possibly happen. And what did happen was people started noticing Taylor's social media was just going awry all over the place. Her Photos were being deleted from her Instagram. Her tweets were being deleted. 
her Twitter profile picture was blank, and her website was also just completely black. So for me, I was thinking at first maybe she got hacked. I I just had no idea what was going on. What did you all think? I definitely thought it was a hack because these kinds of things have happened before, but usually if that's the case, they would get restored pretty quickly. And so when that didn't happen, I definitely thought something else was up. Yeah, I originally thought it could be a hack too. Like you said, it's happened before and it's happened to a bunch of celebrities and I feel like it happens somewhat quite often to people. Uh, But then when it just kept going on and on to all the different social media accounts, and there was no immediate tweet from Taylor or Taylor Nation or anything, then I figured it was all on purpose. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Because I remember a couple years ago when she was hacked, it was pretty quickly restored. And I think Taylor Nation sent out a tweet to let everybody know. It was just really confusing that, especially with her tweets disappearing and she wasn't following anyone. I think for me, when I saw the website was black, I thought that was probably intentional because I thought if it was hacked, it would show other things. I think the last time when her website was hacked, there were different photos on it of computer graphics that didn't make any sense. I remember that. So I think when I saw the website, I thought this seems to be intentional. So of course, because it seemed to be intentional, everybody is thinking Taylor is completely rebranding right now for album six which I think is a logical conclusion, and it makes perfect sense. And you know, one thing I saw people discussing online, which is really cool, is that despite pretty much erasing everything, and she even erased everything from Tumblr, which she used a lot during the 1989 era, she kept all of the friends on Tumblr because she followed so many Taylor-related blogs, fan blogs, and those people are still being followed by her, so that's pretty cool. Well, and aren't you wondering if maybe they're just working on restructuring or rebranding everything? You mean and that when the rebrand comes out that all of the old photos and tweets and everything will go back up or Right. That's possible. Yeah, I'm not sure. It just to me doesn't really make sense because she's accumulated so many followers on all of these different platforms. One of the weirdest things that happened in my opinion yesterday was her old Facebook page is gone. It's at least it won't load right now. And she has a new Facebook page, which is weird to me because Taylor previously had 74 million likes on her Facebook page. And now she has this new Facebook page, which if you haven't gone to like it yet, you should go immediately and like it. It has already 693,000 likes. And this was just made yesterday. And when you log on to it, the header is black and the profile photo is blank. But it was just odd to me. I don't know why she would make a whole new page when she had 74 million likes on the old one. Yeah, it seems to me like just from using Facebook that it might be harder to delete everything on there than it is on some other sites. So do you think her old page will be restored? I would think so, just because from any sort of like marketing branding perspective, I don't see her wanting to lose just the massive amount of followers that she had because that was built up over so many years. So I would bet that they're working on it and it will eventually be restored. Yeah, I wonder if there's some way they can merge them. 
at some point. I'm sure they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Other people are speculating maybe Taylor's planning to use a new form of social media for this era to communicate with fans. And I don't know, maybe she'll start using Snapchat or some other platform. And I took a poll just on my personal Twitter asking people if they thought it was a hack or thought it was related to new music. And about 75% of people all said new music. Definitely. Especially, I think as the day went on, I became more and more sure this is related to album six and new music. One great example is our fan base is so great. They come up with such great theories and they're so smart at investigating things. But people were checking into the JavaScript file for (laughs) Taylor's webpage and the source file said, I've got a blank space. And there was text in the actual website that translates to, that's what they don't see. And again, I have no idea how fans figured this out. I don't understand how that works, but I'm always so impressed. Yeah, I learned a little bit about it. And it it's a little bit confusing, especially if you're listening to a podcast and you can't see the words. But essentially, if you take the letters that spelled out the phrase and you subtracted one letter from each one and replaced it with that letter then it spells that's what they don't see so take for example the very last word is tff well what's the letter before t s and what's the letter before f e so that word tff becomes s-e-e i see okay yeah so it's just a way to write code but people figure that out and that's pretty cool but i don't know how they even found the code i don't have any idea yeah it's hidden somewhere in the text in the coding of the website interesting well of course that's what they don't see is a lyric from shake it off which was released three years ago yesterday when all of this happened and even the source file with i've got a blank space is an obvious reference to taylor's single blank space So that was really interesting. And the other thing that happened was the color scheme on Taylor's Tumblr page isn't actually completely black. It changes from pink to black. So I definitely think it's possible that this could all be a sign that she's going to use a new form of social media going forward for this album. But if she is still going to get these accounts back and is up just updating them and going to bring them back... What I could predict is maybe, you know, this happened on Friday. I didn't really expect much to happen over the weekend, but maybe like starting on Monday, I could see every day one of the accounts is updated with a new picture or slowly revealing clues that way little by little. Yeah, maybe slowly bringing them each back online. Yeah, that could be. And last week on episode 211, we talked about all the different clues Taylor gave us before announcing 1989. So for me, I really love that this is happening. I feel like she is giving us clues that will make sense at some point. This might be my favorite time before an era. Well, it's definitely my favorite time before an era. All of the excitement and speculation, just you can't beat it. Everybody's so excited. TS6 is coming, was trending worldwide all over Twitter for the whole day. And the news articles that are being written 
about just Taylor doing this are crazy. She's all over the news and all she did was do some things on social media. Yeah, it's a fun time to be a part of the fandom. Everybody's really active, I feel like, and discussing things back and forth. And like we said, coming up with these theories and digging deep into the website to find clues. It's pretty fun. And really, in a way, I kind of feel like it's the best and most fun part of the era. Of course, like all the time leading up to the album and tour is great too. But, you know, once the album is announced, once song names are announced, it's like that's when a lot of the annoying media stuff starts to happen. So this is the time when none of that is there yet and we can just enjoy the excitement. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think it's also just the not knowing. Taylor loves to surprise us and... It's just going to be fun to look back on this and realize, oh, that's why she did this. And that's what this meant. And she just consistently does it for every era. So I'm glad to see it looks like she's keeping up with the same motto here. So let's talk briefly about Good Morning America, because there's been some rumors going on around it. And we can kind of figure out what we think here among us hosts um, but it was even a couple weeks ago that the DirecTV guide showed Taylor's name appearing under Good Morning America for August 19th. And that ended up not happening. But now when you go to the guide on DirecTV, it shows her name under August 31st. So do you guys think that that is at all accurate or is that just a like a tag that is on the TV guide because she's been on Good Morning America before? Or what do you think? Yeah, actually, I had a completely different opinion yesterday than I do today. Yesterday, I thought for sure she will be on Good Morning America on August 31st. But today, I think no. And we did know about the August 19th date, but we didn't report about it on our previous episodes because we had no idea if it was accurate or why it appeared that way and it turned out she was not on good morning america at all today and plus august 19th is a saturday so it didn't really make sense to us to begin with but yesterday i was thinking oh august 31st is a thursday i could see her being on good morning america she usually is on there for every new album announcement at some point in time but then again i'm just so impressed with the fans I was reading from a fan, It Feels Like a Perfect Night on Tumblr, and the fan explained that the way the DirecTV app for programming works is that it lists the last date of entered programming by default. So what happens is the last date of programming consistently changes, and Good Morning America just shows up for Taylor because she's been on the show before. And the way that it changed yesterday, because when I initially looked yesterday, it did say August 19th, and then a few hours later, it said August 31st. So that makes me think it is just the last date of programming. So I'm back to thinking that's not going to happen. I'm sure she'll be on Good Morning America at some point, but I don't know when. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a type of coding that's used and her name appears. So I'm not going to get my hopes up that she is on Good Morning America on the 31st. But I would bet that by this time next week, we will have a much better idea. Absolutely. I think we'll have much more information. 
And so Taylor was so thorough with all of this social media blackout that she even removed everything from her MySpace. Which has been inactive for so long, right? Which just shows that they clearly are trying to send a message here. Yeah, they really are trying to clear everything. Well, and earlier today, I logged into her app that I have on my phone. And initially, when I opened it, it started playing Bad Blood. But then the whole thing stopped, and it just says, app no longer available. Hmm. And the same thing with Taylor's Google Plus account, which I don't even think I knew she had a Google Plus account. But it's has a black banner, and it used to have the seagulls as a header and her icon is now just a turquoise tea whereas it used to be a black and white photo from when she had her short hair and the only thing that still seems to be normal is her vivo account on youtube it still has the 1989 cover and the banner picture is an advertisement for i don't want to live forever So that's pretty much the rundown of everything that happened on Taylor's social media as of the time we're recording. It seems like she's covered everything, unless she goes back and does something with Vivo. But at this point, that's what's happened. There are a lot of theories out there about what's going to happen, and I'm sure we have our own predictions. So we want to talk a little bit about that, too. Yeah, and a lot of media outlets were picking up on this blackout, as they were calling it, and reporting the same things that we just told you, and it it became pretty big news. And one thing that stuck out that was pretty interesting was a writer for Us Weekly. His name is Nick Houtman, and he is a verified user on Twitter, and he posted on the 18th, Friday that a new Taylor single will be coming out on Friday, August 25th. And then he followed that up with a post on Saturday the 19th saying that the music video will be coming out the same day. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think he's just guessing or do you think he he knows or what? I mean, Us Weekly is generally a pretty reputable source, so it seems probable. Yeah, and again, this goes back to me changing my mind all the time, but a few hours ago, I really thought we could expect a new single on Monday, August 21st, and my reason for that is because Taylor's doing this whole blackout theme, and the eclipse is on Monday, August 21st, so I thought she was using that somehow, and her other singles, We Are Never Ever, Getting Back Together, and Shake It Off were all released on a Monday. So that was why I thought Monday. But then, as Ashley said, Us Weekly is a really reputable source. It's generally correct. I don't know that I can think of a time where they reported something that wasn't. I'm sure it's happened, but off the top of my head, I can't. So I could see that happening. And I think in recent years, since 1989 has been released, I think singles are usually released on Fridays. For example, I remember Selena Gomez, Fetish, and Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. They were both released on a Friday. So that it does make sense to me now. Yeah, that's going to be my prediction as well. I think that the blackout isn't necessarily related to the eclipse or the blackout that will be happening in the United States on Monday, the 21st. 
So I think Friday is when we're going to get something right before the VMAs. Do you think maybe, though, she'll announce something on Monday? And that's why she did the blackout so that we we might be expecting something during the eclipse? Yeah, that's a good question. Say she is releasing a single on Friday. Will she let us know beforehand or will it drop out of nowhere? Yeah, I just don't know. With 1989, we knew there would be a live stream with Yahoo. We knew it was August 18th. We knew the time. It was worldwide. And we knew that fans would be there. Right. And here we have no ideas. And really with 1989, we knew well in advance because there was a contest for the fans to be selected to go to the live stream. And I don't think it was ever specifically said what was going to happen at the live stream, but I think we 99% knew what was going to happen, right? Right. We all knew because for Speak Now, she had the web chat. For Red, she had another stream with fans. So we knew for sure it would be an album announcement. But I don't know. I feel much more in the dark, pun intended, this time. I don't know what to expect, but I kind of love it. Yeah, me too. It's suspenseful, that's for sure. So the VMAs are just a week away now. So obviously it depends on what happens in the next week, but I feel like the chances are increasing that Taylor will go. It would definitely be nice to see her back at an awards show. However, I just cannot get over how much I don't want her to have any association with Katie. Right. Agreed. And I would not want to start an era off on that note. But despite the fact that Katy Perry is hosting, don't you think they could, like, you know, have their own spotlight like she's hosting? And maybe if Taylor were to perform, say, somebody else could introduce her. It doesn't have to be Katy and they could kind of, you know, have their separation still. Yes, but I still think it would result in too many annoying media articles. Right. I think the media would latch on to it. And even if absolutely nothing happened, stories would be made up. And it would frustrate me. And I just think Taylor has tried so hard to stay out of the spotlight and distance herself from this media drama that whilst I definitely think something is happening very soon, my formal prediction is nothing at the VMAs. Okay. Unless she has something like a commercial, like something that wasn't actually her being at the show. Right. Something indirectly related. Like they could... I don't know, maybe when they talked about I want to live forever, they would say like Taylor has a video message, like things like that sometimes happen. Yeah, again, a few hours ago, I was thinking maybe she will be at the VMAs and she'll announce the lead single and show the music video for it there. And the reason why I was thinking that was because the past several singles is what she did. She used an award show. She used the program with Ryan Seacrest on New Year's Eve for Out of the Woods. And then, of course, with Bad Blood and Wildest Dreams, they were released at award shows. So that was what I was thinking. But then I saw the Us Weekly reporter talking about Friday. So now I think I'm set on Friday. And if it is Friday, then I don't know. Maybe Taylor will show up because you would think she would want to take advantage of all the people watching the award show and with shake it off she performed shake it off at the vmas maybe she'll do a surprise performance and that would be it maybe she would just do that and not be really involved in the show in any other way yeah that could be but the vmas are next sunday so we'll know soon enough 
We will. So to kind of wrap up this discussion, there have been some people on Tumblr, like we talked about, who are very insightful and very investigative and find out all these different clues. And there's been some speculation as to maybe a theme of the album uh, to even the album title. These are always so interesting to me. I don't know how people remember things from different photos throughout the years and put everything all together. It just amazes me. But there's one post going around on Tumblr that's really interesting. And this post seems to speculate that the new album will deal with stars as a theme. Yeah, it gives lots and lots of different evidence of Taylor having stars in various pictures or various appearances. And it's very long to name all of them, but just a couple of them include a post from Taylor Nation about the Austin concert that had some stars in the background. Um, A couple of Taylor's recent guitars have had stars on them. I think it was her appearance at Drake's birthday party that she had some like gold stickers, gold star stickers on her. Yeah, I thought that was sort of weird when it happened, but I never put that together at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in a photo with Zane from formerly One Direction, she was wearing a- an outfit that had stars all over it. She sent a birthday card to Lord this past year that had gold stars all over it. And the last one is that in a paparazzi photo last year, she was wearing shoes that had stars all over them. So, of course, it could be a stretch and it could just all be a coincidence. But that's a lot of different things that are related to stars in the past year. Yeah, it really is. The other thing was... We've talked about this a lot, that maybe Taylor was working with Kesha because Kesha posted on Instagram that she worked on a song with a Grammy award-winning secret person, and she included 13 emojis, which made everybody think it was about Taylor, and some of those emojis were stars, which was really interesting. But for me, I think the photo of Taylor with Zane when they were promoting I Don't Want to Live Forever and she's wearing this outfit that has stars all over it makes me think it was on purpose. Right. It feels like if she wanted to, she could have just been giving us little tiny hints that finally people are picking up on. Yeah. I always go back to the red shoes that she posted. I just talked about this, I think, last week on episode 211, but she posted herself in the studio wearing red shoes and it was i think around december of 2011 nearly a year before red was even released and we didn't know well it's definitely a lot of occurrences for stars but i also have to think about roses which was completely untrue it was you're right right people were speculating that taylor's fifth album would be related to roses because she was posting a lot of photos about roses and people did the same kind of investigation where they found all these different occurrences of roses and that turned out not to be true at all. So you never know. Maybe Taylor just is into stars right now. One other thing that's been mentioned is the album being eclipse related as we talked about the eclipses happening in the United States on Monday the 21st and with Taylor blacking out all of her social media and even looking at the code in her Tumblr page 
all of the colors in her Tumblr page are related to space and stars type words, meaning that the colors include black hole, earthly, Mars, moon dust, meteor, those types of things. So that's another odd coincidence. Well, and one is star, and there's Sun and Saturn, too. Mm-hmm. So that really goes together with the post we just summarized for you. But for me, I always go back to what we've talked about on previous episodes, the idea of a time theme, because there were a lot of posts Taylor made on social media related to time and photos that were leaked from Taylor's supposed music video for the lead single related to time, along with Scott Bruschetta of Big Machine, Taylor's label, also tweeted some things about time. So I think I'm between the the time and the star slash space themes. Both of them definitely sound really intriguing. And I do think it would be brilliant for Taylor to kind of capitalize on the eclipse that's happening, because everybody's going to be going crazy about it. It's all the rage in the media right now. So I think that would be pretty smart. I can just imagine. Well, obviously it happens at different times in different cities, but just as soon as, soon as the darkness fades and the sun comes back out, her new single is out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she would time it with the Nashville one. I don't know, though. Yeah, I could see that. And that kind of makes me go back and forth. I really can't wait for next week to see what happens. So everyone make sure that you wear your eclipse glasses and don't go blind or you won't see the new video. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good advice. Yeah, don't stare at it. So one last thing to come full circle, which I actually just noticed, is that Forbes had an article out about the social media blackout that Taylor did. And they included the word star in their quote as well. So I wonder if, hmm, maybe they know something. Yes, but also people transcribed Brian Mansfield's interview with us in Circle that he used the word time, so. True. (laughs) But the quote from Forbes was really awesome, and it just wraps up this whole situation perfectly. They said, when you're the biggest star on the planet, you don't have to say a word to get millions of fans talking. And how true is that? Yeah, I felt like the internet was breaking. It was just everywhere. So we actually asked some of you what you were doing when everything happened, because we like to see your reactions, and we want to read some of your responses. So our first one is from at KissMyLippa, who said, I was living, and then I died multiple times. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Julia said that she was watching Friends and semi-napping, and then she said, I couldn't nap after that, and I refreshed Twitter for three straight hours before my phone died. Someone with the username TS6Trash, which is pretty funny, said, planning my own funeral. And Golden Malik 13 said, I was on break at work. I saw a tweet and I was confused and I went to the hashtag and freaked out. I also texted my friend about it. Rosalind said that she was lying in bed and dozing off when the notifications started pouring in and she had to see what was going on. Absolutely. It was like I was transfixed my... Twitter feed that whole afternoon. Yeah, and I wasn't even thinking about all the fans in different time zones. Like, imagine waking up to that in the middle of the night. Right. Right. Or it happening when you're about to go to bed, and then you just end up staying up all night. 
And so Mandy at We Are Swifties 89 said, I was watching Gossip Girl, then I got a notification about the blackout, so I had to stop in the middle of my episode and hop on Twitter. At Same Old Swift said, I had just woken up from dreaming that we were getting a clue to TS6 to find out one minute later that we were. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, perfect timing. Yeah. Sophie said that she was working and saw it on her phone, and she said, I freaked out and got away from work as soon as I could to find out more. And Jan said, I just got out of work and thought an apocalypse had started. Genuinely thought she'd released a single. (laughs) (laughs) It really did feel like that, though. It was definitely a mad scramble to see what was going on. Hannah said, I was in class. I screamed and the teacher kicked me out. Wow. Probably worth it. Probably worth it, yeah. Tori said, casually checking Facebook, went to her page and noticed everything was gone. Then I jumped to every site of hers and freaked out. Hashtag TS6 is coming. Kylie said, casually scrolling Twitter when things started going crazy. I promptly had a panic attack and spent the day refreshing at an alarming rate. (laughs) And Bridget said, I was driving back home from a day out with my family and I had no signal. When I checked, my head was spinning. Pierce said I was on my way to work and then promptly lost all chill and couldn't stay off Twitter for the rest of the day. Hashtag TS6 is coming. Hashtag RIP me. Yeah, that hashtag definitely got brought back to life this week. (laughs) I love that one, though. And our last one is from X-Ray Tay. And they said, on Taylor's website, trying to buy merch because I finally saved enough money. Life is unfair, but... OMG, TS6 is coming. (laughs) That is crazy. The fan was trying to buy merchandise and the website just completely went black. Yeah. (laughs) What timing? That's kind of funny. I'm actually a little surprised that they wouldn't at least leave the store open. Right. I didn't even think about that until I read the suite. Although one thing we forgot to mention about the website is that yesterday, at some point, it was black. And then at a later point, there was an error message, and it said, 404 contact support. The page you are looking for is experiencing technical difficulties. You can either turn off your computer and go to bed, go to the homepage, or contact support. (laughs) I thought it was funny. But now it's back to just being all black. So that was kind of confusing, too. We will be right back with some more updates from this past week. So as of right now, August 19th, those are all the updates we have for you about the potential new album. And we will continue to update you as quickly as we can as new information is announced. But we also wanted to quickly talk about the outcome of Taylor's trial. On episode 211, we did give you the breaking news update that Taylor had won her counterclaim and that Taylor and her team were found not liable on all of the claims against them. But we didn't get to read you the statement that Taylor made and just announce all of the other positive news that came out this past week following the trial. So first for Taylor's statement, she said, I want to thank Judge William J. Martinez and the jury for their careful consideration. My attorneys, Doug Baldridge, Danielle Foley, Jay Shotties, and Katie Wright for fighting for me, and anyone who feels silenced by sexual assault, and especially anyone who offered their support throughout this four-year ordeal and two-year-long trial process. 
I acknowledge the privilege that I benefit from in life, in society, and in my ability to shoulder the enormous cost of defending myself in a trial like this. My hope is to help those whose voices should also be heard. Therefore, I will be making donations in the near future to multiple organizations that help sexual assault victims defend themselves. What a great statement. This was being reported all over the media, and James Corden also wanted to talk about it. He tweeted the statement and he wrote, this is brilliant from Taylor. And a lot of other celebrities also tweeted out support for Taylor. Ellen tweeted, Taylor, I continue to have so much love and respect for you. And Kesha, who we talked about earlier, said, Taylor, I support you always, and especially right now, and admire your strength and fearlessness. Truth is always the answer. And, of course, Taylor, in keeping with her genuine heart and spirit of generosity, has already made donations since the jury returned the verdict in the trial. She donated to Mariska Hargitay's charity, which is called The Joyful Heart. And the organization tweeted, We are grateful to Taylor for her courage and generosity and thank all those who commit to a world where we boldly support survivors. And along with that, Taylor also sent thank you flowers to the company Craftsy. And I'm sure you saw about it on social media, but this is an office building across the street from the courthouse. And every single day, the employees there posted a supportive message that they crafted out of post-it notes for Taylor. Some examples of their messages were free Tay, I knew you were trouble, people throw rocks at things that shine, and fearless. And the final message was begin again, which I thought was really nice. So Taylor sent a lot of flowers to them, and she included a really nice note. And the note said, to everyone at Craftsy, I would see your messages in the window every single morning I was on trial. Thank you for brightening my day for every day I was in Denver. Love, Taylor. That was really nice of her to acknowledge them and do that for them. Yeah, Taylor does that all the time. And she just, I think, really appreciates everyone so much for their support. And as the final piece on the trial, New York Times published an article about readers' reaction to the verdict. And we wanted to read some of them because they are some inspiring messages about how people who aren't even necessarily fans of Taylor are grateful to what she did. So one person said, I'm grateful for what Taylor Swift did for all victims of sexual assault. She showed in vivid detail how survivors of sexual violence are treated like it was their fault. One of the most chilling statements was that of opposing counsel stating she did not act like someone who had been assaulted, implying, therefore, that it could not have happened. Another one said, I told my 13-year-old daughter about this case, and I made sure to quote Swift's testimony. I wanted her to hear about this case and how a woman can stand up for herself and not be intimidated by an attorney. She was impressed. Another person said, I kept thinking to myself that if I hadn't been wearing tight running pants, maybe it wouldn't have happened. I know that it's not my fault, and that the way I dress should in no way make me more likely to be a victim for sexual assault. This trial was a strong statement that no matter how public a woman's body is, sexual assault will not be tolerated. And the final one said, It's fantastic that she's using her power, her fame, as an example to all women out there. She only asked for a dollar, which emphasizes this. Another example of a strong woman who went to court, Kesha. 
They are paving the way for more confidence in women to go out and make it known when they are taken advantage of. Absolutely. And I'm sure this impacted just countless, countless people in ways that can never truly be measured. Definitely. And we can only hope that Taylor has inspired people to come forward and refuse to tolerate any kind of sexual assault. So clearly it's been a huge week for Taylor, and really she didn't actually actively do anything. (laughs) She didn't make any huge public statements other than her statement after trial. So we're just sitting here on eggshells waiting to see what happens next. And as we said, we will continue to keep you updated. So please follow us, check on our accounts, and that way you'll be able to stay up to date as well. For now, for episode 212, this has been Steph, Ashley, and Adam. And we will see you hopefully sooner rather than later. Definitely. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.